Hello, everyone, and welcome to our last episode of 2023. And this is part one of my two-part New Year's ritual that I have been guiding myself and many of you through for many, many years. I do record this fresh every year, so it's a similar process, but it is fresh every single year because, you know, I always like to keep it fresh. And and even if you've done this process with me year after year after year, that you probably could teach it yourself doing it with fresh eyes and fresh ears and having a beginner's mind to the process will help you get more out of it. And this process isn't long, even though it's a two-part process, it does not have to be long because if you're anything like me, the longer something takes, the less likely you're able to do it unless it's a massage. I'm all for long massages. But other than that, (laughs) we don't want to spend hours and hours and hours doing something. And I think sometimes we have the misunderstanding that unless we put tons of time into a ritual, we're not going to get the most out of it or somehow our intentions for the new year won't be heard by the universe because we didn't spend enough time on it. I want you to know that the heart that is guiding your intentions, your come from, is far more significant than the time you spend on the process. So I'm going to guide you through this process. You can edit it, adapt it, make it your own. If you're listening to this the day that this episode drops, I suggest you do this on the 31st. But if you're listening to it later, that's completely fine. This part one is about completing 2023. Part two, which I'll air next week, is about stepping into 2024. And you don't have to do that right on New Year's Day. You can give yourself some time and space and wait for next week's episode to drop. You can really let this week be a year of completion and easing into the new year and not thinking, oh my gosh, I have to do all my rituals and intentions on January 1st. Let's all go into this next year with a lot less rigidity, a lot less expectations of ourselves and others, a lot less pressure on ourselves and know that the universe meets us at the place of action and intention. And like you've heard me say on this show, our come from the why and the emotional energy and the beliefs that are underneath any action we take is the most important piece. Before we dive into the process, I want to thank my sponsor, a loyal sponsor. He's been a sponsor of mine for many years and many episodes, which is Organifi. You've heard me talk about Organifi, how much I love their products. Their green and their red juice really get me through when I don't have time to make healthy meals for myself. I used to make this amazing smoothie every day. And then I became a mom. And I used to like question why moms didn't have time anymore. I mean, I got it, but I didn't really get it until now. But now it's harder to make a smoothie with seven to eight ingredients and different powders and all the other things that I used to put in it. Now I'm putting my green juice, my red juice, sometimes a green juice in the morning, red juice in the afternoon. That is a simple and effective way for me to get nutrition and feel like I'm doing something really good for my body. I also love Organifi Gold. It is my treat of choice. It's full of turmeric and reishi and all these nervous system calming things. And it's my afternoon little delight, which I 
love. So you can get all your Organifi goodies at Organifi.com slash over it or use promo code over it at checkout. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash over it to get all your Organifi goodies. All right, so let's get into the process. I like to call it a ritual. I love the word ritual. It feels really potent to me, but if you don't like that word, you can do process. You can call it whatever you want. It's your time. It's your process, your ritual, your fill in the blank. So I'll read through this. If you feel like you need to take notes, just pause me, but none of this is super complicated or complex. Ideally on December 31st, but really anytime, end of 2023, beginning of 2024, it's fine to do this. I want you to carve out about an hour of uninterrupted time for yourself. Now, like I said, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to take an hour, but just carve out the time for yourself. If the rest of the hour, you just have time to, to sit and listen to music or read a book or go for a walk, then great. Just really set aside that time. So get comfy, set the scene, light a candle, perhaps put on some music and have a journal or even a piece of paper. It really doesn't matter. Either one is fine. And what you're going to be doing for this part one of the process in terms of letting go of the past year is a year in review. And a lot of times we go back in time, we time travel and have guilt and regret. That's what we go back in the past with. And that doesn't really serve us or nostalgia for, oh my gosh, I wish I could have that time back. I want your come from to be different, to really looking at the past year with a learner's mindset of like, wow, what was this year about? Be curious, be grateful, be inquisitive. Don't go into judgment. Don't go into regret. Don't go into guilt. Don't go into shoulda, coulda, wouldas. This year in review process is not the beat yourself up for everything you didn't get done the past year process. It is not that. So month by month, reminisce about events that happened, people that you met, places you visited, lessons you learned, accomplishments, blessings, struggles, funny moments, and so on. You can even use your phone and go back through your calendar or pictures to jog memories and write down these things. Don't just think about them, really write them down. It doesn't have to be every single thing, but anything that you think is significant. So what's so great about looking at the year this way is you're able to notice really how much you've grown, how much you have accomplished, how much abundance has come in your life and get into that energetic of gratitude. And the reason why this is so important is because before you step into, all right, what do I want for the next year? If you're just like, oh, it's the end of the year, 2023, goodbye, this was a shit year. And you just want to throw it in the trash. You're going into creating the next year and setting all these intentions with, oh, this past year was so awful. This one has to be better. And there's no gratitude. There's no energy of gratitude. So doing this year in the review shifts you into the right energetic to actually create, cultivate what you want in the next year. Okay. So that's step one, right? This year in review. Step two, after you've gone through the year, consider the behavior, beliefs, or habits that you'd like to leave behind, right? We all have our regrets and learning experiences. Yet, like I said, we cling to them much longer than we need to. So on a separate sheet of paper or a separate page in your journal, write down what you'd like to leave behind in 2023. So that could be things like being obsessed with an ex, using your phone after 8 p.m., bad eating habits, overuse of social media, road rage, 
codependent patterns, whatever, fill in the blank. This doesn't have to be super long. Remember, you're not a home improvement project. Really, what are the big things that you'd really like to leave behind and start shifting, especially behavior-wise? When you complete this list, I want you to burn it or rip it up into tiny, tiny pieces to get rid of it. I love burning things. If you decide to burn it, do it in a really, really safe way. If you have a fire, throwing it into a fire is a great thing to do. And when you're burning and ripping it up, what's that come from again? What's the intention? Really going into, all right, I am making the conscious choice to let this go. Because as you've heard in many of the coaching episodes, we can have a lot of awareness, tons of awareness about why we are the way we are and why we're attracting this and why we're doing this. And at some point it comes down to a choice of like, I'm not doing this anymore. No, I'm not doing this anymore. And I can think of many times in my life where I've made that choice and it's been life-changing. And I finally shifted a pattern that has kept me imprisoned or I've allowed to keep me imprisoned for years. So this list is like making a choice of these are the things I'm going to let go of. Now, one thing I will say is don't write down every little tiny thing that you'd like to be different about yourself or your life because it's a lot to change all at once. So what are the biggies? What are the things that would really be game changers for you if you let them go in this past year? So part three, and this is optional, if you choose to share your urine review with someone close to you, see what they recall, reminisce, share a couple laughs. That's only if you're doing this process with somebody, or if you want to do this, share your urine review later, it doesn't necessarily have to be step three. So the next step, step four or three, depending on how you choose to do the sharing piece, you're going to make a toast and light a candle to the end of the year. Say a prayer of gratitude for 2023, declare you're letting it go, and toast releasing anything that no longer serves you. And that is it, everyone. Simple process. That's all you need to do for your year in review. Again, doesn't have to be long, but but going through your entire year and reminiscing and looking at the things that you learned and then looking at what you want to let go, it can take some time. So this is really up to you in terms of how much time you want to spend. You may be really clear. I want to release this one main thing from 2023. That would be a game changer for me. So I think the temptation for us at New Year's is to go, okay, let me throw everything in the bucket I want to get rid of and then throw everything in the bucket that I want to call in. And it can be overwhelming and it's really not possible. Human beings don't change in huge amounts overnight. It's a slower process. So really picking one or a few things that you want to shift is going to be the most effective. And before I sign off, I want to thank you for being part of my 2023. It has been a beautiful year for me, my second year of motherhood. And I have pulled way, way, way back from a lot of things that I used to do. But the one thing that I have not pulled back from and that I don't plan on pulling back from is this podcast because I love doing it. I love connecting with you in this way. I love hearing from you. And so thank you. Thank you for being such a big part of my life and my year. I have so much gratitude for each and every one of you. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next year. Bye, everyone.